morale is high. Team morale is very high. The, the, the vibes are up. This is, uh, I know that I'm an overcast guy, um, and I know that I'm a big, like, 55 degrees, some clouds, um, and people don't understand that. But there is something to be said, that when you wake up at 6 in the morning and you look outside and you see that there's not going to be any clouds, at least at right now, Right now, and, and I don't want to jinx the weather today because it does say it's supposed to be absolutely beautiful. So it says that it's supposed to be 72 degrees, not a cloud in the sky all day long, but I don't want to jinx it just yet. But when you wake up and you look out and you go, oh, man, this has got – this is there's something behind this. There, there is uh, – there's good mood. There's a good mood. There's drinks to be had, cocktails to be had. Date day, day drinking, golf, date night. School's almost School's out. School's almost out. Like, today has the making to be something special for Des Moines. Like, it just, it, it feels that way. And we have the Farmer's Market. Yes. Let's walk. Farmer's Market is back. Welcome back, Farmer's Market. Uh, one of the top three Farmer's Markets in all of this beautiful country. Uh, Des Moines Farmer's Market is, uh, listen, Justin, I will do. I will go to no length to get us to do a show at the farmers market. I haven't been to the farmers market in a long time. I need to go back. So actually, after this show, after this, you know, great show that we put on this morning, um, take uh, girlfriend and I walking down, walking down to the farmers market. Is Rosie gonna make an appearance? No, 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 no. no. The, not the not the first weekend. First weekend. Okay. Listen, if you're not there by now. Uh, and if you are, take pictures, tweet at us at Cakes and pregame. Let us know what, what we're missing. Um, by the time that we would get down there, so we we done the show at ten. By the time I get home, we walk down there. It's about a ten minute walk. Looking at about a ten thirty arrival time, probably right. Yeah. At that time on a day like today, first one of the uh, of the year, it's going to be shoulder to shoulder. It's going to be a madhouse down there. And this is and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But yeah, it just. Not the day for the pug. Rosie's going to take the day off. Yeah, she's going to take the day off. Listen, she had a lot of uh, we had a lot of things happening yesterday. Um, got off work, put a grill together. Took I me, saw that. Took me two hours to put together. Listen, grills aren't easy. I used to work at Menards, and um, this when when spring was coming around, and you got all the new grills. Like, I had I was one of those guys. Like when you walk into that section, and you got. 15 grills that were all put together and yeah not fun not fun or exciting for anybody um so i knew what i was getting into uh yesterday thursday night we bought uh we bought the grill okay was like let's go get a grill we need to get a grill we've been talking about it let's do it okay let's let's get in the car we go we pick it out we buy it i'm like all right well i'm off tomorrow or i'm off you know a little bit early tomorrow i go when i get home we'll put it together we'll grill steaks have a nice little Friday night, right? Put the Sox yeah. game on. We hung some lights on the balcony. Um, patio is just really coming together. It's, I mean, this this patio is. I wish people could could feel it. Justin, we'll we'll invite you and the lady over for uh, for some some barbecue or whatever. The I love is. it. But uh, but anyway, yeah. Two hours, maybe two and a half. I I, I, I did take some phone calls in between. Like to help you or just to no, like not get to your mind just, off uh, of a grill? Just, just you know, to finish things up. Um, but but 
I listen, put stakes on there last night. Phenomenal stuff. Kicked off the weekend great. Beautiful weather last night, by the way. Yeah. Um, and hopefully it, it I think it, I put out the tweet last night like the weather's turning a little bit. And I felt that last night. And I, it, it's turned into today, which God bless today. It, 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 listen, I, again, I know I'm an overcast guy, but man, you look, I look out the window and just, I want to get people running and in t shirts and shorts outside, not a cloud. I'm golfing today, too. There you go. I, I have myself man. a Saturday, man. Get up, do this show, go farmers to the market. farmers market with my beautiful woman. Golf. Go go golf. A golf. Got a two forty five tee time at Copper Creek. Gonna go golf uh, golf with the boys, and then get done. We're gonna go out to dinner tonight, Kaylee and I, and and yeah, it's just action packed Saturday. It's nice to see that you're golfing during normal times and better weather like for a while there you're like yeah i'm going golfing today and i look just gonna, outside just gonna and battle be, through yeah it'd be windy cloudy gross muddy i'm like that sounds i love golf but that sounds awful yeah it's uh it's it, today's gonna be a game changer now i have no excuses right like now That's i true. have <laughs> like right now it's not windy it's not raining you know we golfed last sunday and that was extremely windy um so that sucked, but yeah, it, that it's going to be a good Saturday. So, and also, Justin, and for the people that you follow on uh, on the socials, you know, the Book of Face and Twitter dot com, Justin had a little anniversary. I did, yeah. Our anniversary is on Cinco de Mayo. Can't so, have a better day. So, how many years is that? It'll be three years. Three it was years. three years. Three years. Yeah. Well, congratulations, man. Thank you. It was- it's a big deal. Okay, so. Uh, Let's get uncomfortable here. Let's have some conversations. Okay. When uh, is there a ring in the future? Are we waiting for certain things? Uh, three years, and you're already like you're in your twenty. You're twenty one now, right? Like, yeah. That's what Iowans do. They get married at like twenty years old. <laughs> I want to. I'm going to wait a while. Like I want to make sure you know hey, we both re- have a career set up ready to go. You, Justin Miller. I always joke with them. I'm like ten years. Ten years. Yeah. Kaylee and I are in our thirties. We're we're thriving. Right exactly. Now. I mean, we're getting we're we're buying grills, baby. We're yeah. buying grills. We're putting lights on our patio, renting an apartment downtown Des Moines East Village. I mean, you already have a baby, basically with Rosie. So boom, she is a child. I treat her as such too. I know. I saw her in a tutu. Well, it was yeah, adorable. It was, yeah, we had recital weekend last weekend, so it was you know everyone all hands on deck, all paws on deck. There you go. God, I sound cheesy, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have so we got Joe Stacy coming on at 840 today six P's if you listen Red Bull energy drinks you want to talk about a beautiful day I, Joe Stacy's going to bring it here at 840 Iowa Barnstormers it's first responders night yeah down at the well so you'll be on the call with Joe yes I will it'll just be usually you know we'll have Kevin Burton who's done a few things oh, with kicks and he's not going to be there so it's just going to be Joe and I tonight and when he sent me the text, I responded back with, you and I alone, that could be dangerous, you know. I mean, no one to watch us. We both are pretty positive guys. Joe is way more energetic than me, and I feel like I have energy, but he's just on a different level. There, Yeah, you can't – listen, you can only hope to contain him, right? Like, you can't – you're not going to be able to match his energy. You Maybe try and come close, but – 
But yeah, Joe Stacy, he'll join us at 840, preview some Iowa Barnstormers. 9 o'clock, Alex Cohen, voice of the Iowa Cubs, is going to join us. We'll obviously get an update on what's going on with the I-Cubs. And like always, we'll dive into some Major League Baseball talk. And, and, and speaking of Major League Baseball, Justin, you notice what jersey I'm wearing today. Yes, you're wearing your... I, as a Cubs fan, I hate it and love it all at once. Because it is a nice jersey. The black, Timmy Anderson, White Sox jersey. Got the Timmy jersey on today. It's nice. I, I like the jersey. I'm, a, I'm on a vibe right now. White Sox are on a, uh, a four-game win streak. I, I literally got done cutting a post-game show last night at like midnight um, for the Sox on Tap podcast. And so got done with that, crawled into bed, and I was like, you know what? Tomorrow feels like a... You're t- dusting it off. Tomorrow feels like I can break out the Timmy jersey no long sleeves underneath, going to farmer's market, Timmy jersey. I like it, so, but uh, I hate it. I, let's, let's, let's dive in a little bit here. To the, the Sox took on the Cubs earlier this week. Yep. Um, and I was kind of having uh, – we were texting each other throughout the games, and we were having some fun banter back and forth, and that's what this series is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was explaining to you a little bit like what this series used to be and how here in Iowa it's a little bit different and it's not taken as serious and and understandably so like you very rarely do you see you even see White Sox fans right like yeah. we're here but it's not nearly as close and it will never be as nearly as close as how many Cub fans are here um but man that series growing up as a kid and I was telling you this was like life and death you, I mean, you lived and died with those six games because Sox weren't going to the World Series. Sox weren't even going to the playoffs. Cubs weren't going to the playoffs. So that was that was your World Series every year. It was three games at Wrigley, three games on the South Side, and whoever won that series, or you know, some most of the time, the Cubs win two out of three at Wrigley, and the Sox win two out of three at at uh, Comiskey, and that was like okay, we split, but but man, if your team won. Four out of six, bragging right type stuff, right? Like that was your World Series, and it used to be a lot more intense, man. And and it pains me, and I feel like I say this every year it happens, but it pains me so much that for whatever reason, Major League Baseball puts these games on a Tuesday and Wednesday night. Yeah, like this. This series needs to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it doesn't need to be in the first week of May. Exactly. It needs to be late June, July. I don't care. That's when it used to be, right? Like that's putting it on a on a Tuesday and Wednesday in the first week of May where you don't know what the weather's going to be. And obviously they didn't they played in some crap. Yeah, that first game Tuesday night was brutal. And I remember just texting my dad and being like, "Huh. Tickets are cheap, but Good thing we weren't at Wrigley. Yeah, it, it's it needs to be played on a weekend. The whole city gets into it, man, and it's 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 a party on the north side. I mean, it's always a party on the north side, but and and it's a party on the south side for those three days. Like the city shuts down in a sense, and and it's like Sox Cubs, Sox Cubs. Everybody's into it. Oh, we're three weeks we're three weeks into the season. It's thirty degrees outside. Yeah, there's, when- a, there's a constant mist happening. Everyone just looks miserable in the crowd. 
Yeah, that that that's not Sox Cubs, man. When do they play next? When's the next series? <laughs> so they don't even wait until. Justin, I love like you know how much today would have been cool, like, and I don't know if I would have went golf. I probably wouldn't have went golfing if the Sox were playing the Cubs today. But like, okay, they have a Friday night game or even a Friday afternoon game. Give me a Friday afternoon game. That's yeah. fine. I can live with that. Saturday three, you know, three o'clock pitch on Fox, national yep. broadcast. That's what it should be. And then I should Sunday be going night to the baseball. Bar. I should be going to the bar, having some great tasteless fillings. There you go. We should just run the MLB. I think we have better ideas. Should I got some things to say, <laughs> some things to do, but no, it, it just it sucks and it takes a, it takes the fun out of the series a little bit. Now, obviously, I'm going to have some fun. And I'm going to poke the bear when the Sox win and and get you know some Cub fans riled up and and have some smart ass comments back to me, and that's okay because that's what this is. That's okay. Like no one's taking personal shots. No one's you know. Ripping the individual, it's no. it's what this it's to put it into perspective. It's Iowa versus Iowa State is what exactly. It is. And you have some people that know how to handle themselves and have fun with the rivalry, and then you have some people that take it way too far, right? Exactly. <laughs> so um, no, but it was fun. It, it was it was fun texting you too about it because like I love being able to have that banter with you uh-huh. and. And uh, yeah, it was just it, it it was good stuff. It was good stuff. And you lost a bet too. Not yet. I thought we were doing the series, like the full full series. You know, we will. Or, we okay. will. We will. I, I I'm but losing. They're only playing so four. They got two games left. That's true. Which is so. And the Sox won the cup last year. The the Wind Trust whatever Sox yeah. Cubs City. Cup it kind of looks cool though. Yeah, it looks cool, but dumb. <laughs> it is kind of dumb. Um, and it's because the Sox won it last year, they already won the two games, so worse, they split the series. It remains with the White Sox. Okay, so I still owe you. You do. If, okay, that makes sense. I was I was going to ask. and I, I told people about, I was like, yeah, I got this bet with Sean. And they're like, you better hope your Cubbies win because if you have to you know, buy Miller Lite, you're kind of losing twice. Is what I got what, told. What does that come? Listen, <laughs> great tasteless feelings are. I God, okay. I'm not going to sit here and get on a whole soapbox about how I love Miller Lite because I know everyone's going to be like, "Oh, Miller Lite, that sucks, man. Miller Lite, that's give me a Bush Light, yeah, Bush Light. Miller Lite sucks. Who drinks that anyway? I want an IPA. Give me a dark chocolate mocha." IPA with 13% alcohol. I don't you don't see me ripping that. You just did. No. <laughs> no. You can't just deny. <laughs> so I like Miller Lite. I used to drink Keystone Lite too and that was in college. <laughs> That's oh, understandable. Justin 30 rack. You get 30 beers for like 14 bucks. Ooh. Gets you through the whole weekend. There you go. I just tried for the first time the Confluence Brewery, the downtown throwdown. Good stuff, isn't it? Really good. I loved it. I, uh, yeah, college man, Friday after class, and we didn't have baseball practice mm-hmm. or like games. Like this, I'm, I'm more talking fall here because come spring, you're gone all yeah. the time. Get done with class, go to, go to Hy-Vee 
or wherever, whatever liquor store, we'd get a handle of Hawkeye vodka for like seven bucks, Ugh. and then you get a, a thirty rack of Keystone Light, and that was your booze for the weekend. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Put the stones in the fridge. Oh, there you go. Oh, Justin, let me tell you, gets the juices flowing. Nothing like drinking Hawkeye vodka and strawberry Seven Up. Hawkeye vodka is so gross. It, it's not good. It's, <laughs> it's not, not good. good. There's a lot of stuff that I look back at, like what I drank when I was 21 years old or 22, going like, how, why, <laughs> like, why, why did I put you're myself 21? through that? Uh, we got NBA playoffs going on. You, did you follow any NBA last night? Not, I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Bulls are out. I kind of lost touch with it. I, I haven't been really following. I know like the uh, the, the Sixers got a win last night. That's yep. all well and good. Uh, following the Suns, that, that's a cool story. Um, I just, this is how I operate when it comes to the NBA. And I've always been like this. If the Bulls are, I, I was all in. You were. I, I was all in, what, two, two weeks ago? I was all in. But now, now I'm out, man. Oh no! I, the NBA is just getting harder for me to watch. I don't know why. I love basketball, but the NBA—it's just—it's almost at times it just appears to come off as very sloppy. If that makes yeah, sense, I, like just dribble, dribble, heave a three, and I'm just like I'm kind of—I have to really be in the mood, or it has to be a crazy important game. For me to sit down and watch a full game. I think the next time I'll watch is NBA Finals. I think... Because, see, here's where I get wrapped up, right? Like, I'm a Bulls fan. Yep. Bulls aren't playing. I probably won't watch. I'm definitely not going to watch now because I'm a psychopath that has to watch every White Sox game. So if the Sox are on, I'm not turning on the 76ers and the Heat. Because that doesn't like interest me, right? Like that doesn't move the needle for me. Yeah, screw those playoff games. I need to see game twelve out I, of a hundred and eighty eight. And that's why that's why I classified <laughs> that I'm a psychopath and need to watch those type of you know, <laughs> April April baseball. But I just it's never if it's on, I might have it on for a little bit, but I'm not like, oh man. Let me sit down here for two hours. Watch uh, watch Heat Sixers. That's going to get yeah. me going on a Friday night. Honey, yeah. can't grill the steaks just yet. They just tipped. <laughs> Not going to happen. I think if it comes out to be Suns, Grizzlies in the Western Conference, I will watch that series because John ja Morant is so fun to watch. The Suns are, I think, the team that's going to win it all. And the only team that I think could challenge them is the Grizzlies. So I think that would be fun. But Connor Ferguson tweeted in. He wants more Barnstormers talk. Okay. Possibly some Knoxville racing. And I'm going to be honest with you, Connor. And I maybe I'm speaking for Justin here. As far as Knoxville racing goes, I don't think we're going to be that show for you. Yeah. I know nothing about racing. No. And I'm not going to... I'm not even going to try. I'll just be honest. Like, if something happened, like there was a huge fight or something, we could talk about it. Yeah. Like, here's the thing, Justin. This, this is the we're in the trust tree with everybody. Mm-hmm. We're not going to sit here and be like, oh, let me tell you about Knoxville racing. It's in Knoxville, Iowa, right? Like that. Like all of a sudden, I try start trying to throw truth facts out there that I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Cool. Knoxville this weekend. Let's get after it. There you go. Vroom, vroom.
That's a new audio bite. You see that? You see that? No Panther. Uh, we'll talk some. <laughs> we'll talk some Iowa Cubs and also Kentucky Derby Day. Mint juleps to be had. Are those good? I've never had one. I've had one. I liked it. Okay. I won't be having one today. But eh, maybe I will. Who knows? We'll have to check out. I haven't looked at the names of the horses racing. Oh, we'll we'll go through that. Yeah. Well, maybe nine twenty. Maybe we'll go after that. All right. Um, We'll, we'll talk. Two eight four five nine six six. Tweeted us at Cakes and O pregame. When we get back, Saturday morning hangover topics. Tom Brady making TikToks. Sergio Garcia. Did you know? Real quick, fun fact of the day. My Spanish name in high school. When I took Spanish class, we had to have a Spanish name. I picked okay. Sergio because, like, Sean is like the whitest name ever. So, Sergio, there wasn't like a Spanish name for Sean. So I was like, I need something cool. So I went, Sergio. Sergio Garcia in some hot water. Kevin Harlan. Ripping OBJ, kind of. Some great audio, though. Yeah. Madison Bumgarner uh, getting his hand massaged and then getting tossed. Oh, good stuff. Saturday morning hangover topics coming up next. Saturday morning pregame, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Coverage subject to policy terms. It's time to kickstart the weekend with Saturday morning pregame on 1460 AM and 106.3 FM. This is KXNO. Well, Kanye. Instrumental only, though. We keep it clean. Yeah, we got to keep keep it clean. Oh, man, good stuff. Uh, two, uh, 284-5966. Tweet us at Cakes and O pregame before we get into the hangover topics. Let's go to the uh, phones here. We have Mike. Mike, happy Saturday. How are you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm doing awesome. Um, listen to you guys every Saturday. Today, like you described, is the perfect day. Love I don't it. like the overcast, but I do like this. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing today? What are you doing on this uh, this beautiful Saturday? I've been sitting out fishing since about five thirty this morning. Okay, what uh, are we fishing today? What are we, are we fishing for? Uh, well, um, trout still on this uh, trout pond I fish on um, at a Terra Park, but I've been here. Not a ripple in the lake. It's so nice. I haven't caught anything, but well, that's okay, right? Because you're out, you, you're out in in I nature. You're taking it all in. Yeah, it's such a glorious day, and the way you described it, and I'm glad because overcast isn't for me. But <laughs> Listen, I know, I know it it's not it's not you. for everybody, Mike. It's okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, but uh, enjoy hearing your guys' voices. It's a uh, Putting on to a positive vibe for a great day for everybody. So. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. Positive vibes for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Before you start talking about stuff that's going to anger me. like. So. <laughs> well, good stuff, Mike. Good hearing from you, as you always, man. And uh, good luck fishing today. Yeah, well, if, if I catch anything or not, it doesn't matter. That's right. You're you're That's having a, a good time, day. man. Well, thanks for calling in, Mike. You have yourself a good rest of your weekend, sir. Uh, Look at that. Love Mike. Mike's, Mike's a good guy. Mike's a really good guy. One of these days, Justin, I'll I'll talk. I'll tell you about Mike. 
Okay. Mike's good stuff. But uh, all right, we got Saturday, Saturday morning hangover topics. Are you ready for this? I don't think I'm ever ready. We don't for have the okay. Like topics. I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like like we're not. We don't have anything that's remotely close to like eating dinner naked and getting kicked out for being too fat or anything like that today. Or you know, brides getting or, there, or drugging your entire yeah. wedding so everyone can be stoned at your wedding reception without people knowing it. Uh, we don't have anything like that today. No. Um, but let's kick it off. Sergio Garcia is in some hot water over his comments that were picked up on a microphone um, over this the the Wells Fargo Championship, I believe, is what is being played right now. Um, and Sergio's asked to be released to play in Greg Norman's Saudi-funded Live Golf Invitational uh, in June. And this is what was picked up on audio. I mean, not, not when I got through here and everything. Yeah, when you got into here and started searching. Yeah, it, I, started I mean, but I can't, you want to swim through the river. I mean, I, I, I wasn't looking for the ball there. I was, I was looking for the ball once I got over this side. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I knew it was on this side of the, of the, of the river. Okay, I mean, I started the clock when you got over into here. So, I mean, if you said you weren't searching for it, you were trying to get to the other side, then... So you said luck. Can't wait to live this tour. Can't wait to get out of here, my friend. Well, Garcia, as you heard, pleading his case that the clock for the commencement of the search should not have started until he made his way across more the weeks. stream. A couple more weeks, I don't have to deal with you anymore. Like, yeah, I don't know when it comes to PGA rules and stuff like that. So obviously that there is a clock that begins when yeah. when you start looking for your ball. So what happened with Sergio was... I wish my buddy Pistol had this clock on him. Is he one who just like continues it's br- to just... It's brutal. Justin, it is. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's like he has to. He has to be with a certain person in his cart because he ne- he doesn't know where his ball is <laughs> ever, unless it's in the fairway. He he has no idea if it's if it goes right. Ten minute search, right? If it goes left, ten minute search. Like it, it's brutal. Start the clock. I, apparently, we got to start the clock. I didn't know this was a thing. I didn't either. But I like the rule. I thought they had like a guy that you have guys down the and if someone knows this, please give us a call two eight four five nine six six. I thought that they had guys or ladies uh, down the fairways to where a ball lands. They like have an idea where it goes and they can spot it out. I unless this guy like goes, oh I I lost it. I didn't know where it went. Well, which was, was in that in that thing, I'm calling dirty pool. <laughs> Dirty pool, scamming the system, trying to give give my man Sergio a penalty stroke. Okay, anyway, Sergio's got to stick together. El Nino, that was his nickname, El Nino. But I think with Sergio, it like his went into the hazard area. Okay, when he teed off, and so he crosses. He talks about crossing that like little like went out of bounds. water. Yeah, to look for it, and the guy started it as he started his search. But I guess Sergio wanted it later but yeah i i don't i don't know like it's it's all weird to me but yeah sergio garcia um looking to go to the live invitational 
um, by Greg Norman, funded by Saudi Arabia, which is what's caused a bunch of hoop, hoopla in the news. Um, but yeah, Sergio Garcia can't wait to uh, get out of the PGA. 284-5966. Let's go to the phones and talk to Joe. Joe, happy Saturday. How are you, sir? Good, guys. How are you? Thriving. It's beautiful out. It is. Getting ready for a day full of baseball. <laughs> are, it, it, are it's, uh, We got U-Trip tournaments today. What do we got? Yeah, U-Trip, and then the younger boy has uh, T-Ball. Okay. How how old's T-Ball? What, or, what's the age? Uh, he's six. My youngest is six, so that starts today. And then uh, my eight-year-old has U-Trip down in Norwalk today. Two completely different types of games, huh? Uh, yeah, John, you probably know that pretty well. <laughs> a little bit different level of competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. So you want to talk about the time limit? Yeah, so I'm uh, a pretty big golfer here too as well, but they did change the time limit. It used to be five minutes, uh, but now it is three minutes. Um, and on tour, they usually have spotters, but you know, there are certain areas where you know, Sergio hit it too. They don't have a spotter, you know, in a creek gotcha. to that creek area. Okay. So, so, I, so I was right in that sense that they do have guys that are out there to track where the ball lands. Yep. Yeah. Okay. They usually have someone on either side of the fairway. Um, and then they put down a little flag or a little marker where your ball goes. But if it goes into a hazard area where his ball was, it's a little tougher to find. And I think where they started the clock uh, was on the opposite side of the creek. So we had to cross that little creek area. Gotcha. Started the timer early. So he was a little perturbed that they started that timer early. And they actually determined after the round that, uh, that Sergio was correct. Okay. Okay. So, so, yeah, so I was kind of right. Dirty pool, right? Yep. Conspiracy exactly. theories. Dirty to, pool. You need to put, uh, you need to put pistol on the three minute timer. Uh, listen, it, playing with pistol, playing golf with pistol, you're either it, like the kid's got talent. He actually really does. But man, it is. It's brutal watching him look for a ball. And then out of nowhere one day, he says that he's like colorblind or something. Oh, geez. That's a problem. Excuses left and right out of the kid, but what are you going to do? Anyway, Joe, you have yourself a good weekend. Enjoy some good baseball today, huh? All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. So they're a little dirty pool, Justin. You hear that? They did. They, the PGA went back. They looked. Clock was started early. Come on. El Nino. El Nino. Man, I took three years of Spanish. First two years, I was like, I feel good. Like in high school, got A's. Third year, I, I swear she only passed me because she, she liked me. And I was she, a good student. She felt bad. Yeah. She's like, uh, hey, just get the student out of my you class. Were the, you, were the, you were the student, and, and this isn't a shot against you, Justin, because this was my entire life. Um, you were the student, hey, if you just show up, we'll probably give you a C. Right, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll pass you if you just if if you just show up and I can write your name that you were here today, right? Um, Tom Brady, right? And, and this is I know not everyone's on TikTok or follows TikTok or and I'm not even necessarily just putting this to TikTok, but Tom Brady kills it in social media, Twitter crushes it. it. Um, and he had something earlier this week that was I believe with Justin Bieber. It, yeah, I think Bieber put out a tweet or, or a, a video of some sort, either on his Instagram or or TikTok. Where I, I don't know, there's so many of them now. He does like a weird TikTok trend where tell me something honest they haven't told people, and then someone will cut their video. Yeah, and then so let's hear what Tom Brady 
has to say to Justin Bieber. Tough girl game against the Raiders. Might have been a fumble. <laughs> Sorry, Raiders fans. I did. Did you see the or the the, the Las uh, Vegas Raiders responded to it? I did not. Yeah, no. they they had a tweet. It was some. It was something funny. It was something you know, like oh, it all makes sense or something you know. Or finally, like he's admitted to it. Um, but Tom Brady, man, that's a dude. Like I would say, over the last five years or so, he's just really he's loosened up a lot. And I think a lot of that is like, how many Super Bowls have I won? I'm just kind of every year that I get to play is a blessing. And this is a guy that retired, and then a month later, he's like, ah, I'm back, baby. Let's do it. I think. I've really seen a difference in him since he left New England. Yeah, he just seems like he's loose. Yeah, he's got free range. He's got his buddy Gronk back with him in Tampa. Good, better weather in Tampa. Good vibes. He's having those avocado vodka or avocado <laughs> tequila shots. Justin, that's going to be you the day that you go day drinking with me. You're okay. going to be Tom Brady walking out of the bar. Are we going to be throwing trophies across We're not the Moines River? Well, I mean, there's a random third-place <laughs> walkie basketball tournament trophy now in our studio. Drake was going to throw it out. Come on. Third place. 1984 Milwaukee Basketball Classic. Interesting. I sent AD a message. I was like, I don't want this, but do you want this? Yeah, I don't want What am I going to do with this? I'm not going to. And he's like, sure. Well, look at all the random stuff that we have in there. We have a Sean Roberts baseball card. We have, we have there's a Sean Roberts trophy in there, too. Oh, yeah. 2018, baby. Champions. There you go. 11 and 1. Would that go under? Baby. Couldn't go under, undefeated? No. Come on. Do um. Kevin Harlan was on the call the other night for the Suns game. OBJ was in attendance. Uh, I believe it was Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller. Um, and Kevin Harlan, they, the, the camera at the end of the game showed Odell Beckham Jr. walking, and uh, Kevin Harlan had some comments. This season, now this series will shift to Dallas. Odell Beckham Jr. got good seats tonight. Yeah, but you got to say Super Bowl champion Odell Beckham. Come on, man. Give him the, the man his, his correct Thank title. He blew a, blew an E in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he, crossing banner. he was magnificent up until that point. <laughs> he, uh, he blew a knee on a crossing pattern. He, he caught a touchdown. But he was least. magnificent until that point. He caught a touchdown. People he, were like, oh, I can't believe Kevin Harlan went there. What a jerk. How could he do that to OBJ? I didn't <laughs> see that as like a personal shot by any means. I mean, he's just dating. He, he the stated fact. facts. The dude blew out his knee on in a the crossing Super Bowl. pattern. But I do agree that, I mean, dude caught a touchdown, was playing really good up until his injury. So there's other things you could have said instead of blew out his knee. Interesting. Interesting. And then did you see the Madison Bumgarner injection? I did. Dan Bellino, the umpire. That was just awkward. It was weird, man. The massage of the hand. They. I saw a video. I don't know where. It might have been on, on Twitter.com. Um, but I, was, I seen a video where they were they were looking at like pitcher checks. Because you know every yep. pitcher when they walk off the field, and it's like touch the hand. It's almost like a hand slap. Like 
Do they still do the hat too? I think maybe. Like I haven't seen them do the hat. I haven't yet. seen the hat yet either. But I, they check the hand. Hands good. Gloves good. Okay. Like it's a second, right? Like slap hands. Bah. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> Unity. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but Madison Bumgarner <laughs> and Dan Molino. Dan Molino took his hand and was like massaging it. And making eye contact. And making too. straight like you know what it looked like? It looked like you were like on a first date with a girl, right? Like if I was out on a date with Kaylee. Okay. And we were a couple cocktails deep, and I just like was holding her hand, and like you're massaging it because you're trying to be romantic. You're trying to look into you know look into the eyes. Yeah. But like he, he didn't have like the soft puppy dog eyes. He had like the say one thing. Yeah. And you're gone. He like he like he knew Madison Bumgarner was gonna say something. It was, just, it was weird. The whole interaction was weird. I if you like haven't it. seen it, you it's need to go on. It's Twitter. uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. I like it. Two eight four five nine six six. Let's get to break because we have six P's coming up. Uh, Joe Stacy joins us, play by play voice, and uh, Justin's co. Oh, he's not the co. Well, I'm the co. You're the co. Okay, you're the color guy. Yeah. You you bring the personality, right? Joe brings the energy. You bring the personality. Yes, uh, I, I just drop in a few stats. Just living in Joe's world. Uh, Iowa Barnstormers at home tonight, down at the well, 705 kickoff. First responders, night tonight. Joe Stace is going to preview it all when we get back here on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Podcasts you'll love. It's time to kickstart the weekend with Saturday Night Freaking on 1460 AM and 106.3 FM. This is KXNO. Barnstorm is getting ready to kick off down at the well tonight. 7 o'clock kick. You ready for some 6Ps, Justin Miller? Absolutely. Let's bring the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Stacy. Play-by-play voice of your Iowa Barnstormers on what's happening, Joe. I'm getting fired up just listening to you guys. Oh, that's it. listen, good. It, we're all about the good vibes. We're putting out the good vibes today. There's, it's beautiful weather outside. The Barnstormers are at home. It's first responders night. Six Ps. <laughs> you know what? I've got the six Ps laid out in front of me on my kitchen table here. I've got all of the Barnstormer notes. I've got all of the Quad City Steam Wheeler notes. I've got all the... Uh, front office notes. I've got all the stats ready to go. I've got the starters uh, uh, highlighted in yellow and orange, offense and defense. Uh, watching a little bit of game film from last week's Quad City Steam Wheeler game versus Green Bay. And uh, I hope we have a huge crowd tonight. I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have a nice crowd. Tickets start as low as $14. So, folks, if you, again, and you guys do a terrific job of inviting people down to Wells Fargo Arena, it's a little rowdy and a lot of fun, up close and personal. And, uh, uh, boy, these two teams are fighting for a top spot in that Eastern Conference in the 14 team indoor football league. Quad City Steam Wheelers. That's an interesting name. What is a Steam Wheeler, Joe? Do you know? Well, yeah, you know, it's the, they're they're the old uh, steam uh, engine boats that okay. used to go up and down the Mississippi River. Yeah, and they're they're uh, 
their mascot's an old dude, uh, an old an old steam wheeler uh, captain. But uh, yeah, that's where the Quad City Steam Wheelers comes from, and right there on the Mississippi. So, Joe, you're saying if the Barnstormers mascot and the Steam Wheelers mascot had a fight, Iowa would win? Oh, Billy, no. Billy, Billy can fight fair and he can fight dirty. Um, the uh, uh, the Steam Wheeler mascot, he's got a few years on uh, Barnstormer Billy, so I like Barnstormer Billy's chances big time. Joe, so it's uh, it's first responders night tonight. There, you're going to be the barnstormers going to be recognizing all local first responders, uh, including police, fire, EMS, um, all local frontline workers um, at the major hospitals. How important is it to do stuff like this in the community? Oh, it's it's the bread and butter of what local sports teams do, and the you know the barnstormers do a terrific job. Um, it's an emotional night. You you see a lot of uh, uniforms in the stands, and of course the uh, the the police vehicles, the uh, the the first responder vehicles, the ambulances, the firefighters. There they all line up on the field before the national anthem, and uh, just uh, t- to make sure that they get uh, uh, some heavily discounted tickets. A lot of them get in free, um, but uh, it's it means everything to them and to their families, and then for these young players to go out and give it their all in front of them and put on a great show. It's uh, always fun to call. It's always fun to watch, and I, I hope some of the uh, fans that are listening to your show uh, that don't have plans tonight uh, will make plans to come on out, bring the guys, bring the gals. Tickets start as low as $14. Doors open at 6, and, boy, if you got little kids, uh, there's a uh, J.P. Party Rentals Fun Zone, Bouncy Houses, um, a, a where you would probably hang out most of the evening, uh, Sean Roberts is in the photo in the photo booth, just getting pictures of hey, himself. But don't, no, uh-uh. great no, uh-uh. if you weren't on the call, you know you would be right there with me. Gosh, you know, I, I tell you what, things have gone south a little bit since you know I'm, I'm getting up there in age. But yeah, I'd, I'd probably pop in there and get a get a couple pics of myself. Yeah, come on, come on. Who are you fooling here, Joe? <laughs> hey, but okay, Barnstormers coming off a tough loss um, last week. They lose to Sioux Falls, fifty to forty-seven. Um, how does this team get back in the winning column tonight? You know, first of all, um, we have to stop their quarterback. They have a kid by the name of EJ Hilliard. He's uh, he's not a kid. He's he's a three-year indoor football league veteran. He played at FIU and Valdosta State. Um, he is the 2019 indoor football league uh, reigning MVP. And uh, he, he is the first guy you got to put pressure on. Uh, our defensive line has done great against the run. They just haven't put too many um, pressures on opposing teams quarterbacks. So that's one of our uh, keys to win. And and then, uh, you know, when we have the ball in, in, in Quad Cities territory, and that's the 10-yard line in the indoor game, the 50-yard war to score. We just have to convert on short-down situations, get in the end zone, finish off drives, and then uh, come up with a turnover or two. And as uh, Justin knows, I know you know too, um, uh, Sean, that uh, in the indoor football league, every possession matters, and, and every possession is just hyper-important. So uh, those are the keys, in, in, in my opinion. And just uh, we have a rookie quarterback in the name of Darius James Peterson. He's doing a terrific job. He's 5'11", 195-pounder out of the College of Idaho. This is his first year. Our 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 are 21 men active. We have 16 rookies, and he's one of the rookies at quarterback. And um, he, he at times has thrown some um, errant footballs, and, and we just need to make sure that uh, he reels that in tonight and, and uh, limits the turnovers. 
What are some things you've learned about this Iowa Barnstormers team in the last two games? What are some good takeaways you've taken from the two losses? Well, they don't give up. They just keep on fighting. And just when you think that, uh, you know, things are going against them, if they rattle off, you know, two or three defensive penalties in a row or um, you're driving the football uh, like we were against Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts won the indoor football league championship last year. We went out to Worcester, Massachusetts and uh, it was tied. Uh, we got up to a 10 to nothing lead and then it was 16, 16 to halftime. And then in the, in the third and the fourth quarter, we had three drives where we were going down to score. We're inside the 10 yard line. And, uh, one was a drop pass that was picked off. And then, uh, we had uh, two other, uh, interceptions and that could have just taken the, the life right out of you, but uh, they, they just keep on fighting back and they're, they're so young and, uh, uh, I, I'm not going to use the word naive, but they just—they don't care what the what the situation is. They just get right back on the field and uh, continue to fight. These guys are trying to get to the next level, and the indoor football league with 14 teams, is, as you guys know now, is growing, and and it is the premier league in the indoor uh, game. There are a couple other leagues out there, but uh, uh, you're only allowed so many veterans on your team, and that limits you know kind of the older dudes that are up there and they're upper 20s and 30s that are still good enough to play at this level but you know what this is a league where the commissioners and the owners have got together and and uh, they really want the young kids out there right out of college and and uh, that have a, a really good chance to move on to the next level so these kids all want to make it to the next level they take care of their bodies uh and they they they, they go to practice they concentrate and um it's 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 just like you know the, the big leagues to them because they're, they are trying to get film, and they are trying to get that film into the hands of uh, NFL coaches, CFL coaches, and USFL coaches. So, Joe, right now the, the Barnstormers are 3-3. Three and three. They're playing 500 football. Is this about where you saw them being, ex- expected them to be, kind of? Yeah. You know what? I, I, I guess if, 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 if you get out the crystal ball like that or if you, you do the hindsight thing, and we started off uh, <clears throat> with a new co- brand-new coach, Dave Mogensen, who's doing a terrific job. Jason Simpson is our special teams coach. Uh, Jermaine Hampton is our defensive coordinator. He played for the Indianapolis Colts back in the day for three years. Jack, Jack Bootsmiller is our uh, uh, defensive line coach. Uh, uh, with 16 brand-new players have never played the indoor game coming into the season. Uh, we, we, we got beat by uh, Quad Cities on the road, 46-24. Uh, we, hadn't, we hadn't had a chance to practice, and this isn't the Barnstormers' fault. This isn't anybody's fault. It's just, you know, the arena w- w- is not available that time of the year very often, as you well know, with hockey going on, with concerts going on, with basketball going on. Um, after that first loss against the Quad City Steam Wheelers, and, and the way that we, we played, we, we really looked like, you know, first time players. I, I, I was a little worried. And then we bounced right back with a win at Sioux Falls and then rattled off two, three, three wins, three wins in a row to get to three and one. And I saw what these guys are made of and they know that they can succeed. And once they've tasted that success, uh, I know that they're kind of feeding on that. Now they've dropped two in a row. An overtime contest, as you mentioned last week, fifty to forty-seven. So they're hungry. Uh, three and three is is not a bad spot to be in the Eastern Conference. You're looking at Frisco Fighters out of Dallas. They're five and two. Massachusetts Pirates uh, out of Worcester, Massachusetts. They're four and two. And then the Quad City Steamwheelers are four and three. Sioux Falls is four uh, four and three. And the Iowa Barnstormers are three and three, followed by Bismarck at three and four, and Green Bay at two and five. So a win here tonight uh, at home against the Quad City Steamwheelers. 
wheelers have put the Barnstormers at four and three, dropped Quad City to four and four, and the Barnstormers then are right back in the hunt uh, to host a home playoff game. Too early to start talking playoffs, but you don't want to get below uh, 500. And if you do, you just got to fight back. But I, I, I like our chances tonight to, to bounce back with a big win in front of a huge crowd at Wells Fargo Arena. So first responders night, 7 o'clock uh, kickoff. What time are you on the call? What time's pregame? What time, what yeah, time yeah. do we need to turn into the voice that is Joe Stacy? Well, again, and, and you know, and I'm always a consummate salesperson to get down to Wells Fargo Arena. <laughs> if you can't make it, uh, of course, you can listen anywhere uh, on the free iHeart by downloading the free iHeart Radio app. Uh, but uh, News Radio 1040 WHO will will crack the mic at 6:35 with a pregame. We'll uh, look at the indoor football league standings. We'll look at the weekly matchups. Uh, we'll look at the key players on both sides of the ball. We'll have an interview with head coach Dave Mogensen. We'll give the starters, and then we'll kick this thing off at 7.05 tonight. Sounds good, Joe. Well, thank you so much for coming on, sir, and, and taking oh. a little bit of part of your Saturday morning to uh, join Justin and I. Hey, and you know what? Thank you, guys. Thank you, Justin Miller. And Justin Miller, you have to give him a, a, a mention. He does a great job. He is my color analyst uh, for the home games. Uh, uh, he's worked his way up into that position. Uh, he's got a bright future. Just kind of reminds me of you when you were uh, young and Sean. So thank you guys both very much. Have a great rest of your show, and we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Joe. Hour two coming up next.